No, no coffee for me, son. He, he'll come back. He'll, he'll come back to get me anyway because he's had to go to the Asda's. You know how um, the disposable barbecues, they just go. So he's went the room and then he's come back to pick me up anyway, son. Uh-huh. So we can pick him on then on the programme. <laughs> he's barry at now as well. I don't know what he makes it. Anyway, aye, right, no bother. Off we go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear the like of yawn? I know, well, this is it. Hell of a carry on. Aha, uh-huh. right enough, Magda. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus, there's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload, if you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. That's right, you're with Clydebank Community Radio. Welcome back. Welcome once again. Just Janice. Hello, my darlings. Welcome to the programme. Thank you very much for listening. You've all listened in your numbers. This is great. Uh, getting you to phone in is another matter. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you're listening and you've got a problem or you want to talk to me, please do call because we need your calls to keep the programme going. We don't know how long we can keep it going for. Uh, we kind of just have me talking rubbish, you know. Um so I we've got a few calls this week and we've had a few questions and we've even had a couple of questions for Frank. So I've I've arranged it with Matthew. Um Matthew's fine with that. Frank's away at the as does the new um because we're trying to get a holiday disposable barbecues before they sell out. The weather's turned again, but when if and when that sun comes back, we might be ready to go with the snags and the barbie, you know. <laughs> so we don't want to be last in the queue. So he's away there uh, and he says he'll get them and he'll come back down and get me for the studio. So um, I'll try and get him, you know, towards the end, we'll try and get him on and see if he'll answer your questions. So, as I say, we've got a few things to get through. Um, you've been calling me up and asking me on the social media and all that. Um, so that's marvellous. I hope you are well. Listen, we're getting there, aren't we? We're getting there. Um, with the jabs and everything we need to be careful still don't we we need to stick to the rules so I um, but I, I'm, I'm encouraged because I do feel we're, we're getting close to thing um, and I hope you can all feel that too we've got um, when is it now next a week a week for now uh, we've got restaurants opening and we can get in and get our dinner and that that'll be lovely we need to be careful Um and this, you can have a drink outside or whatever, you know me, I don't really bother, but um, that's marvellous. And then a couple of weeks after that, we can go and visit folk in the house. So that's that's great, isn't it? So we're getting there, it's been a long road, isn't it? But here we are. So listen, if you're wanting to get in touch with me, anytime at all, just like this, give me a ring anytime you like. 0141 280 5141. 0141 280 5141. That's going to be burned into your consciousness just about by now. <laughs> 0141-280-5141. And who has been the first person this week, eh, or who is the first one we're going to hear anyway? Matthew, let's have a wee call on the line. Who have we got? Hi, Janice. My name's Vanessa. Um, I've got a bit of a problem, and I was hoping you could give me a bit of advice. I feel that I've spent my whole life trying and failing to get my mum's approval she's never once said that she's proud of me or anything that I've ever done so now that I've got my own family if I ever put any photos on Facebook or or something of, of my kids or my cats she'll like them but if I put anything about me 
or anything that I've done, absolutely nothing. It's like tumbleweeds. And it's the same if I try and talk to her in person. She just doesn't listen. So I try and keep my distance from her, but then I'm made out to be the bad guy. To be honest, these coronavirus restrictions have been a godsend. So what do you think I should do? Thanks, Janice. Oh, Vanessa, my darling, thank you very much for your call. I feel for you. I really do. Listen, there's a lot going on there. It's interesting, isn't it? We watch these people and and they react in one way to one person in a different way to you. And you're, arguably, you're the closest one to her, aren't you? She can she can like the Wayne's posts or posts about the Wayne's and the cat and everything, and then nothing for you. I really do feel for you, Hen. Um, we had a similar thing. My uh, sister-in-law, her mother was, she was out. How would you put it? I suppose she was. You could say she was a damaged woman. She, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Do you see what I mean? So things has gone on with her in the past. I don't know the background to it, Vanessa, darling. Um, but that's it's very frustrating because you still have this person in your life and that's a meaningful listening to me clattering away here in this studio um it's a meaningful thing for the wains you know they've got their granny and everything you can't just walk away from that um but for for some reason she is unable to show you the love that i'm sure you deserve now when people get to a certain age it is true what they say that for some things there's no change in them. Um, I don't want to sit here and tell you, Vanessa, say this, say that, and it'll be all right, you know, and, and uh, suddenly your mammy will start acting differently because I've seen it time and time again. That's that's no often how life goes, especially with older people. Um, and a lot of people will tell you, if you ask your friends about things like this, they'll say, oh, you just need to sit her down and say X, Y, Z. But these people don't understand the dynamic of your family. So I'm not going to do that to you. I don't believe for a second that I know some spe- special answer, some magic bullet, a thing that you have to say to your mom and that'll be all sorted. Um, but in these situations, what we need to realise, and this is true for everything, is we can't change other people. We can't affect their behaviour. We can't control what they do or what they say. What can we control? What we do and what we say. So the only thing, Vanessa, that you can do in this situation is look at your own behaviour. You turn the camera back in your cell and you say, what am I doing here? Now, I'm not saying it's your fault by any means at all. What I am saying is you've got control, you've got power over how you react. So if your tendency is to lash out in any way, then it's time to look at that uh, and, and say no more because you add fuel to the fire. But... It may be that that's not the case, and it doesn't sound like it is. So all you can do is you look at your own behaviour. You say, what am I going to do with this? Because if somebody gives me a gift and I refuse to take it, who does it belong to then? It's still theirs. Do you see what I mean? If your mammy is serving up whatever strange bitterness or whatever she's given you, if you don't take it on board, it's no yours. It's hers to deal with, and she's left with it. And that's sad, but it's true. So, the key here is not to be reactive, you know. And until the Waynes are big enough to figure it out themselves, you allow them to have a relationship with their granny in whatever way they want, 
And it may be that there'll come a day when they start to see that. And I say this for experience. They get to a certain age and they say, wait a minute, that's funny the way Granny talks to my ma, you know. Um, or the wee comments she might make or something. For whatever reason. And rest assured, Vanessa, the chances are it's no something you've done. It's probably something that's happened to her. It's her acting out all patterns of behaviour that's that's been ingrained into her for her own background, her own trauma, whatever it is that we can get into that's no our job to get into. So, and, and, and you have to let the Waynes have their relationship with her and whatever. And there may come a time when they realise and they say, oh, I don't want anything to do with this. Maybe. Or it may be that she softens as she gets older and things change. But in my experience, confrontations about these things seldom have, have any great benefit. You know, the temptation is to sit people down and say, look, you've always been like this. And, but, and we older people, I've got to tell you, again, it's just my opinion, but it's my opinion based on my own experience and that of my, my pals, you know, is that it doesn't really work. So, my darling, I'm sad for you because that's that's no good. And it does happen. And I wish we lived in a world where it didn't happen. But some people are, for whatever reason, no capable of giving out their love to in all directions. They've got blockages, things that have happened to them in their past. Um, and we have to just feel, in a way, I feel sorry for your mammy. Um, I don't feel bad to, towards her. I feel sorry for her. Because that's, isn't that a shame? For her no for her not to be able to thing me, you know, tripping over my words. For her not to be able to show that love. That's very sad, you know. So feel sorry for her. And if you're so inclined you might pray for her. Or whatever whatever that means to you. Think good thoughts. Send her good good energy instead of bad. You know what I mean? Um Because it's a poor woman. But I would I wouldn't be holding out for for things to change, I'm sad to say. Um but that's good she's still got a relationship with the Waynes and she's keen on the cats. <laughs> At least that's something, isn't it? And Vanessa, you sound like a lovely woman, so you stick in, you be your best sell, regardless of that, you know, because it's no your fault. You just get on with it. Vanessa, my darling, thank you so much for calling. Lovely to hear for you, and I hope things do get better in some way. Matthew, who have we got on the lines next? Hi Janice, this is Lee here from Deniston. Um, the problem is I've got um, new neighbours that have just moved in. I think they've just moved in, but they've been having parties every weekend. Um, and it's getting to the point where you, the whole building's shaking and there's like a, a crack in the ceiling. I, do, I just I don't know the best way to approach it. So any help would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Thanks very much Janice, cheers. Oh, Lee for Deniston. I love Deniston. Beautiful wee part of town, isn't it? It's changed a lot over the years. Uh, there was a time when my sister Joyce lived there, and it was not the um, it was not the what do you call it cultural hotspot? Is the new? You know what I mean, Lee? Um, listen, this is very frustrating stuff. Very much so. Um, what a carry on, and the whole building's shaking, and now you've got cracks in the ceiling. It's really not on. Um, it's very upsetting. The trouble with these things is that. It, it should be as simple as you go and have a word and then it's all over. But it's it's really as simple as that. Um, but I would say that that's the first port of call, you know. Um, not notes um, or calls to other outside agencies. Obviously, we can go down that road eventually. But I think the first port of call is always to talk face-to-face to somebody, you know. The temptation is to write notes. Um, or today, basically, what I mean is passive-aggressive moves, which would be notes... Uh, turning your own music up loud at weird times in the day. Do you know what I mean? Starting a war. Don't start a war, Lee. Please. I beg you. We've enough wars. Have a conversation. 
And you may find, you might be surprised that uh, the people are reasonable and they say, well, look, seeing a Friday night, we just let off steam and maybe we could arrange a time we're going to try and keep it doing, you know, after midnight or something like that or two or whatever. Maybe you can agree on something or, uh, you know, if it's both both nights of the week, uh, the weekend, you maybe say, right, could it be one and no the other or something? Maybe. Um, that's my, my main advice to you is approach it, you know, person to person, human beings. Um, and have a conversation and you never know, you never know. Because my belief, Lee, is that most people, across the board, most people are decent and get on with it and they're fine. We might have different views, we might have different political affiliations uh, and different ways that we think the world should be run, but on a day-to-day basis, when it comes to things like getting on with your neighbours and that, most people are just alright, you know what I mean? And I think if we trust that, it's a good place to start. You know, instead of going through the world with the belief that, oh, it's all gone to hell and, you know, uh, we're all in trouble. And <laughs> despite despite the fact that it is kind of gone to hell. <laughs> what I mean is, on a personal basis, you know, with people, with neighbours and that, why not go out the house in the morning assuming that people are decent? Uh, I think it gives you a good chance of finding decent people in front of you. You know what I mean? So... To summarise, I'm going on and on, but look, Lee, I would try and have a chat with him, you know, and maybe you've already done that, and if you have, then then it is time to move on. Um, it's a shame we have to call in police and all that, and the council, but what I would advise is, if you're doing that, keep your cell, keep your inside of the street very clean, you see? Now, if you start phoning police, and when they get there, they say, they've got a whole load against you, well, they put rubbish outside your door, and the dog shit was on the thing, and they had parties, and then you're, you're bank your rights because it's your word against theirs. But if you keep your side of the street clean, you do everything the proper way, you go through the proper channels. Sometimes it takes a while. But you'd be amazed things can be affected. Change can be affected is what I mean. So, like I say, start have a, have a real conversation. And if you have already done that, then keep your nose clean. Don't lash out. Uh, don't do anything passive-aggressive. Just go through the right channels and do things... Do everything with a sense of lightness if you can. You know what I mean? See this this kind of anger, holding on to anger, and, and, and feeling very frustrated with it and all that, and, and wanting bad things to happen to them. It's natural. We do get that feeling, that resentful stuff, but it doesn't actually serve us. It makes us ill because we are holding on to it. Uh, if we can try and let that go and just be at peace with whatever's happening. And then if there's action to be taken, there's action to be taken. You know what I mean? Um, because it is frustrating. You're sitting in the middle of the night and the music's blaring and all that. And you want to fucking go, go to the door with a knife and all that. But we, we kind of live like that. And I know I'm no suggesting that that's what you're going to do. But even those kind of, that kind of mindset where you say, oh, I wish I could just, throw it, that kind of thing, that sits with you. They don't know that's happening. They've got their music having a great old time up there. And you're sitting fizzing. And who's the one that's got a who's the one that's got a, a dodgy tummy? And who's the one that's feeling rotten and got a headache? It's you. It's not them. So, don't waste your time on that anger and, and bitterness. Take the right action if it needs to be taken, and try and go about it in, in a peaceful and a humane way. You know what I mean? Um, and of course, as I always say, first port of call: open and honest communication, my darling. Thank you so much for calling me, Lee. It was lovely to hear your wee voice and to think of Deniston. You know. Back in the day, some of the pubs were in there, my God, we used to get in them. It was like the Wild West. Now it's all, you know, steamed buns and mochaccinos and what the rest of it. Um, right, I think we have another call, do we? On we go. Thank you, Matthew. Hiya, Janice. Uh, I'm finding it really difficult 
to get any motivation when I'm working from home. All it does is crisps and watch the telly. Um, so that's no good. Have you got any advice? Oh, hello, my darling. You never give me your name, but hello, whoever you are, hello. And listen, you're not alone, are you? I mean, you know this. There's many people in the same boat. I've been the same myself. You know, as you know, I only work part-time at the surgery now. Uh, but still, still and all, I think it's it's easier to motivate if you have to get out of the house and you have to show up at work, you know. But for you lot working at home, honestly, I do feel for you. It must be hard. Um, and it might go on a while yet. So, I feel you. I think, for me, you know, fresh air is very important. Even if you can just get out a bit. Sometimes I just open the back door and just breathe it in. You know what I mean? And uh, sitting, I need to limit my... <laughs> I try, I don't do very well, but I need to limit my eating rubbish to at least a time of the day or something. You know, say, right, when everything's done and wrapped up and the dishes is done, I can maybe sit down. I can't keep picking away through the day. I, I just can't because it makes me sluggish. You know what I mean? And I'd be one, I'd be wanting to go back to my bed. Frank does. He's in his bed half the afternoon, you know what I mean? But that's the medication he's on, as I say. So listen, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, really, you need that fresh air. And I tell you what else you need. Is a load of water. You need to drink a load of water. You really do. Keep that going. Um, and I'll tell you, as tempting as it is, caffeine is just, I don't know about you, but I have that coffee and I'll tell you, it feels marvellous, that first coffee. But see if I keep going with it. It's it's a lovely feeling. You get, oh, jingby, thingby, jingby, thingby. I'm just making up terms now. I'm on the radio. I can do what I want. Um, you got all going. You know what I mean? But then there's the crash. The inevitable crash, my darling. So... I would be watching that and all. This is the temptation with these energy thingies. Some people don't like them. Um, I, I mean, I'm no keen on them. But anyway, it's a temptation, isn't it? Sugar and caffeine. So we need to try and keep an even keel, don't we? Lots of water, lots of fresh air. Um, and you must have pals that, that work for him as well. You know, you, we, we need to talk to people that's in the same boat as us, don't we? You know, and say, this is a pain in the arse. Um, but I wonder, is there a way that you can incorporate something else into the work? Because I've heard a lot of people say to me, they're listening to this programme, uh, back, no live, but later on on the tape thing, while they're doing their work, so they put the old headphones in and get along with it. Or maybe maybe you've not found the right radio station for you yet. Um, I tune in sometimes to BBC Radio 3 and they've got classical, and it's just sometimes it creates a wee, a wee blanket, you know, and you kind of, it kind of creates a mood you can go on with there's all different types of things you can get into or they do the plays on the radio and you can listen to the people doing acting out stories and all that I don't know if your work would allow for that whether it's it would get in the way or whether you're trying to be on the phone but maybe it's about shaking it up hen getting a wee routine uh, jumbled up a wee bit so that you know you feel differently about it and your day goes differently you break your day up or something I don't know um, it might be a bit more routine so you say you start at this time and then you have a, a definite break at a certain time, 11 o'clock, you're having your coffee, but no before. And then you're looking forward to that and you can kind of break the day up like that. Or, you know, ha- half 11, I'm going outside for 10 minutes. Or lunchtime, I'm going for a walk. It might be that you need to just stick a wee rocket up your backside hen, you know. Uh, in many different ways, we can do that, you know. So, But I, but I do empathise with you. And listen, I'm no guru. I, I, I eat the junk like the rest of them and I, I don't know how I would be working from home. I'm no good with computers and all the rest of it anyway, whether it's on the internet or, or Microsoft Word and everything. Not a clue. But anyway, I do, I'm do. i just saying I feel for you. I'm no, I'm no coming for a high horse here at all. Um, but there's just my wee suggestions, you know, things that I thought of. Um, so good luck and I hope that, I hope that it, it starts to, 
get a bit more bearable. I suppose as time goes on here, we might get back to our normal working environments a wee bit. That'll change things. So, listen, we've got a few questions that people have wrote in. Um, and I need, to, I, I need to get used to this. I have to get them up on the screen. He tell me he's no doing everything for me because I have to get used to doing it myself. Right. Uh, here we go. My Polish friend. This is for Patrick. Oh, that's a question for Frank. I'm going to hold on to that one. Let me do the ones that are for me. Uh, let's see now. We've got one for Spilth Jeffer. Support for a pal who's been through some rubbish health stuff and about to get out of hospital. Oh, my darling, that's that's some heavy stuff. Um, I don't know if you're asking me to give support to you or, or how you can give support to your pal or what. But anyway, whatever it is, um, just to get out of hospital, to have been through some rough health stuff is, is tough in itself. But I'll tell you what, sometimes it's a bit like on the bright side. Your pal's getting out of hospital. That's got to be good, isn't it? Um, that's progress. So a wee bit like I was saying to the last caller, Sometimes it's about finding things again, things that kind of light you up. Maybe there's a there's a, some TV programs that you can recommend to your pal and say you need to watch this. Sometimes you, when you get into one of the drama things or something, you lose yourself. So if you're feeling a bit under the weather, you can still watch that and you can kind of it can take you to it. You know what I mean? Or like I say, a radio program. Well, of course, the first bit of advice I would give is get your pal out to this uh, program. Ask Janice. Because we're on, what is this? I think this is episode six in their half-hour programme. So there's six of them now. Your pal can get stuck into the whole series. So you can, <laughs> he or she, they can binge. They can binge the Janice programme. <laughs> oh, I never thought that would happen. So I uh, get them into the, the radio programmes and things like that. And um, just to be there for them. Do you know what I mean? What, what else can you do? You check in. You ask them how they're getting on, and you support them as best you can. Um, and make sure they've got a support bubble. Mind, you know, if, if that person's on their own, they're allowed a support bubble. But coming up now, in only a couple of weeks, you will be able to go and visit your pal. Now, there you go. That's going to make a difference. Because it's as much about the mental side, you know, with these things. If you're feeling under the weather, it can get to you mentally as well. Um, and, unless maybe it already was a thing today with the mental health. We don't know. Um, but aye. It's it's a tricky old business, but it sounds like this person has got a good friend in you because you've taken the time now to ask me for a wee bit of advice. You're thinking about ways to support your pal, which in itself is an act of support. That's a beautiful thing today, you know, and if your pal's hearing this, they'll be able to know how much they're cared for. And that in itself is very beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Just that thoughtfulness and then thinking, what can I do? And what you're making an effort and that means a lot to people. You know, it means a lot to me to know that you're making that effort, pal. That's marvellous. So I wish you all the best and I hope your pal has a, has a speedy recovery. And we'll look forward to times when we can all meet up, which is no far down the road. So that's good, isn't it? Good luck to you and good luck to your pal. What else have we got? Was the Cairo dog heist a scam? <laughs> this is this thing about this. This is this thing about this dog that got stole uh, and was found in Shelston Road. And uh, the the... the People are saying, the conspiracy theorists or whatever, are saying that it was all set up so that uh, people would donate to their GoFundMe campaign, um, you know, and the people are just taking the money. So they've set up the kidnap of their own dog, um, and then they've made thousands in this GoFundMe. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I've got a policy anyway. If I don't know the facts, I try not to 
you know, to not to make uh, assumptions. So the thing is, we don't know. And I'll tell you what, it's like I was saying at the beginning of the show about the behaviour for the for the mother character. See if, if that is something that they've done, they've pulled off a wee scam and they've got money. We might never see justice. We might never get our money back, whoever it is that's given them money, right? It's unlikely that you would, you'll get that back. And if it turns out they nicked it, well, they nicked it. And we might need to just live with that part. But I'll tell you what they need to live with. They need to live with if they've done something bad. That's up to them. That That's them that needs to put their head in the pillow. And only at this point, probably they're the only ones that know the truth. Maybe they didn't do anything wrong. And if they didn't, then I'm very sorry for them. Because their wee dog went missing. But they've got their dog back, so all's well, it ends well. But if they did do something out of sorts, well, as I say, it's them that needs to that needs to live with it. You know what I mean? So it's it's them that needs to put their head in the pillow at night. And we cannot. That's what I was saying uh, about keeping your side of the street clean. You know what I mean? You do your thing. You do your best. If you make a mistake, you sort it out. You know, you, you don't lie and cheat and steal and all that. You do good. Even if nobody else is doing it. This is the thing. You know, even if nobody else is. Because that, that old excuse, it's like when you were at the school and you said, what are you doing that for? Oh, well, they were all doing it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they were all doing it. All the politicians are uh, fiddling their expenses, so I thought I would. No. No. You've got a chance here to do the right thing. Do it. You know what I mean? Anyway, I don't want to cast this person because I don't know what happened with that dog. So the, the, the answer to your question, Rachel, is I don't know. <laughs> I hope it wasn't malicious in that way. Um, and if it was, I hope that, that uh, people are able to live with themselves. Um, or they maybe won't do something like that again. So good luck to all of them. I hope I hope it wasn't malicious. Um, oh, here. That's right. Am I running out of time? You're right enough, Matthew. Is he outside? Frank, are you outside? Hi. You can come in. Hi. Hold on. I'm saying you can come in, just sit down. They've got some questions, you've just to read them out. You've done it before, just put the headphones on. Fine, sit down. You've not got long left, have you? Better hurry up. Hey, hello. <laughs> Frank, it's a Frank radio programme here. <laughs> That's me, Ashstone again. Very good. So I have to read these. Who, right, what have we got here? Zips or buttons. This is what I come in here for. Zips or buttons, you wind me up. Listen, son. You need to, I think what happens is you need to get a hobby yourself of phoning me up asking zips and buttons. I don't what the bloody hell do I care about that? Whatever's on the thing, what am I I'm not gonna buy a thing and get it changed there. And I'm not gonna no buy a thing wait a minute, are you talking about the crotch? Oh, wait a minute. I thought he meant I'm sorry, I thought he meant just broadly speaking. No, zip, son. Zip. Listen, all that carry on. No, no, no. Life's too short. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, terrible things can happen. Um, my Polish friend just asked me what oh yeah dancer means. How do I explain? Patrick. Well, how do you explain it? Oh yeah dancer. Well, I don't know if it. I don't know what the background of that is. Whether it it comes for something. Um, oh yeah, dancer. Um, but it's positive, isn't it? Well, what what can you say? You need to tell them. You need to say, well, it means that's good, basically, right? You can explain that much. Ah, but I don't know where it comes for that. But I suppose you know if somebody's dancing, then they're in a positive mood. If somebody's jumping about. Oh yeah, dancer. That makes me want to dance. You know, maybe that's where it's for. Um, 
to be fair now, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be that interested. You know, if we went to a, a I was going to say a funeral, no, a, a wedding or something, Janice would be up dancing, she'd say, come on up, oh, I can't be bothered at all, you know what I mean, it's just no my kind of uh, cup of tea, but, but, you know, if we were speaking generally, I suppose people, people that's dancing is, is happy, isn't they? So, you know, oh, you're a dancer, you're, you're chuffed about whatever's going on, chuffed, there another one, tell your Polish pal. Um, and here's this boy saying, he wants to hear about my boy's holiday in my youth. Listen, I've got news for you, son. There was no boy's holiday in my youth. You were lucky if there was any holiday, never mind boy's holiday. The only boy's, what you would call a boy's holiday I went on, is I went to Marbella with a couple of the boys. Uh, one of the boys was into golf, and there was a golf thing on something down the road. Or I can't mind exactly what it was, because we met up with them after I wasn't involved in the golf thing. But it says, we'll go to Marbella. And uh, we just... Listen, it wasn't it wasn't anything exciting, you know what I mean? They were saying, "Come on, we'll go and go and uh, go to this bar and the next one and all that." And I had not long given up the drink, and I says, "I don't, I'm no bothered about that at all." You know what I mean? Is it a cup of coffee and a martina call or something? You know what I mean? I was fine at night, so in the evenings I was sit down on the balcony. There was a wee veranda thing out at the the apartment. We had this self catering, and the boys went out. Oh, and they would tumble home at three and four in the morning. That was fine. I've been out a couple of times with them. But we'd go out for, for a... We would have a dinner. You know, we were only there three or four nights. We had a bit of a meal and then I would come back and I would just sit in the veranda. It was lovely and warm. You know what I mean? I would get bitten. Bitten to bits. You know what I mean? But never mind. Um, sitting at Martina Cola. I had a John Grisham and all. I've read them hour and hour again, eh, John Grisham. I think it was a client. I went went for a client again. And I'm sitting just quite a thing, you know what I mean? Coca-Cola or a, or a cup of coffee. You know, we had brought we had brought instant coffee, and that was fine in the apartment. We got out and get milk for the supermercado, and that was fine. You know, so to me, you asked me about boys' holidays, it wasn't it? It wasn't the lads or anything like that at all, really. It was just we were just having a wee bit of uh, a few days away, and it was nice in the sunshine. We sat in the, the afternoon, we, we made up sandwiches in the morning in the self catering because you know I was wasn't out buying lunches. Do you know what I mean? You've got the self catering, so we had the crusty bread, ham and cheese. Done that in the morning, bring it out, you know what I mean? Eat that about lunchtime, kind of uh, Fanta or... Because at the time you could... That Fanta lemon they had, and you couldn't get it here. And it, it does feel kind of exotic, do you know what I mean? It feels like you're on your holiday. So we'd have a wee Fanta lemon with lunch. They would have a beer and that. And as I say, in the evening we'd go out for dinner. Now, you could cook in, but when it comes to dinner, we'd say, we'll go out. If it wasn't that expensive, and I would just sit in the evening, quite a thing, you know? Quite happy. Is that that would do me. And when I go on holiday now, that's what I'll do. It's just... Enjoy the, the warm. I quite like the warm. Sit in the shade, mind, for most of um, And then in the evening, very relaxed. I like to relax, you know what I mean? And it's only the time you wouldn't put the telly on. I wouldn't bother with the telly if I was not in a holiday place. Um, anyway, that's my time. Is that my time up? <laughs> Listen, I'll, 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 no doubt I'll be back in this programme again. Right, Janice, come on. You have to wrap it up. Right, because the time's, time's ticking on. <laughs> ah, we better wrap it up. Right, that's us. That's us, Matthew. That's us, folks. Thank you very much for listening to the V programme. Oh, that was marvellous. And it was nice to get some wee questions on the on the social media and get Frank in as well. I don't know if he's too happy. Oh, he was telling you about his holidays. He's fine. But he's winding up the road. So that's me. My time's up. Thank you very much for listening to Ask Janice. I hope you'll tune in next week at the same time. And I hope in the meantime that you'll give me a wee call. Remember the number? 0141280 5141 
And that is all for me this week. So, until I see you next week, just take care of yourselves and don't get into any bother. Mind wear your mask and all the rest of it. We're nearly there, pals. We're nearly there. So look after yourselves. All right then. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.